Hello. This is Janet Gallen welcoming you to Love Letters Live. And my guest today <laughs> is going to be such a treat. She is such a treat. Myrna Aronoff, who I am happy to say is one of my longest friendships in my life. And we have been through a lot together. And Myrna, just you say hello first. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Nice to be here, Janet. Well, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna tell you why we're here together, everybody. I was visiting Myrna, what, a, maybe six weeks ago. And we hadn't seen each other for a long time because of the pandemic. And anyway, we finally were able to make a date where we could sit outside. I think we were probably 15 feet, 18 feet apart and having a wonderful conversation. And we had spent about an hour talking about all kinds of really important things in this world. Yes. And yeah. I had noticed that Myrna's hair was coming in this beautiful white. And I said, after about an hour of other chit chat, I said, oh, I can see that you're letting your hair. And you said, do you remember what you said? You said, oh, we get to take a talk about our hair. Oh my gosh, okay. And indeed we did. And it was so enlightening that I was thinking, you know, during this pandemic, many of us are doing different things with our hair, but let's just talk about hair because I cut my own hair now. And I had mentioned it to somebody who said, oh, you're doing a wonderful job. And I said, well, it's just hair. And then I thought, I'm nuts. It's not just hair. It is a global obsession, our hair. It yes, is it one of the th things yes, we talk yes. I've been going to hairdressers since I was, I was trying to think back in my 20s. Yeah. 20, in my 20s, I've been going. Yes. But Janet, but I know it's a global thing, but you, you, there was a, a word that you used to describe the hair and I don't use it. What's you that? White. I don't use the word white. What do you use? I use the word silver. Oh, I do too. Okay. I do too. And do you want me just to talk my feelings or you want to ask me some questions? Or uh, how okay. do you here's, run what, that? here's what I'd like to do because I started thinking about here, and by the way, yes, definitely silver. But when it was growing out, when it was next to the very dark hair, it looked white. By contrast. By contrast. And, yes, and I can see that it's silver. I, I say the same thing. People, my friends have said, oh, you're going gray with that horrified look. And they're confusing going gray with having one foot in the gray. Yes. Exactly. And so I, I've explained to people that I'm not going gray. I am a silver winged butterfly waiting to burst forth from this coronavirus cocoon, as are you. Yes. So let, let's just talk about hair in general for a bit because it is, I think it's so fascinating. What's the first important, well, I wanna say that it's not just hair. Hair is a signal of who you are, of what you value. Hair, as it turns out, is a battleground for some of the most vicious wars between human beings. Hair is a dream field where you get to state what you'd like to be. You get to say what you'll no longer put up with. You get to say who you are. And 
so who's the first person you ever think about? Biblical times, there was a famous one here. Samson. Uh, and Delilah. That's right. Now, everybody knows that story from either Bible study or the movies, but everybody knows that Samson, you know, his strength was in his hair. Well, it wasn't. It was because he had committed himself to Nazarite vows, but that went with never cutting your hair. So even walking down the streets, people knew who you were in biblical times. They knew what kind of um, agreement you had made with God. Well, if you're thinking about that, look at the Hasids who have oh, that, there. Yes, that's true. And you can tell. Have committed. That's right. To God. And they stand out because of their hairstyles. That's right. And the side curl. So, that, and you know, okay, so, so like moving through history, do you, you remember Marie Antoinette? Oh, of course. With that course. mountain. What was that about? That was so goofy looking, although we'll get to us because we did something similar. But what, if, oh, you lived in London. You lived in England for a long time. You saw those men in the courtrooms. Yes. The lawyers and, and what But they, they were in wigs. They were mostly all of them needed to, for whatever reason, I have no idea why. Wouldn't that be interesting? To know why yeah. they wear that, you, you know, hairstyle. Right. The so you, you have these perfectly normal looking men and they're, you know, judges and they're attorneys and they're in suits and they're ready to go. And they slap on this bath mat before they go into the courtroom. I mean, it just, it seems to me kind of goofy. In the twenties, like women all were supposed to have long hair called their crowning glory, by the way, you know. And in the twenties, they had just had enough apparently and they cut it in a short little bob. Yeah. Remember? I mean, we're not the that flapper. old to remember, but. Yeah, it, they were the, the, the flappers. Exactly, right. exactly. And they, you know, they had the little short skirts and dances that were just considered scandalous, but it was the haircut that said, I'm not what you want me to be anymore. I'm what I want me to be. And and Veronica Lake. Oh, that's what I always used to say. I used to hide my face like Veronica when I was smoking in those days. We go and we'd sit there, you know, with one eye peeking out. I'm so glad you remember that. So it was the, the blonde hair over one eye and it was so sexy. And then World War II, and women all over the country were emulating that. They wanted to be like Veronica Lake, as you just indicated, you were also. But they were working in the machine shops in World War II. They were on the assembly lines and their hair was getting caught and dangerous. They wouldn't cut it. They just refused. The powers that be, from what I understand, went to Veronica Lake and said, cut your hair. Oh my gosh. As an example, and she did, and problem was solved. So it just it goes on and on. Do you remember? Do you remember the Tony commercials, the Tony permanents, with the curly hairs and all? Uh -huh. Yes. What do you yes. remember? Actually, one of the Tony girls. I don't. I hope. I think she's still alive. Lives in San Francisco. Oh, she's really? Of, yes. Yeah. 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 Can we find what? her? I don't know. Well, let's, uh, let's try because she should be with us. But. You know, yes. what it was is, it was which twin has the Tony? 
and they had two women with very, you know, tightly curled hair. Hair. And um, you weren't ever supposed to say if you weren't natural. Only your, you know, which twin had the Tony, the point. But then we also had wigs. Do you remember the the kind the the we used to have called them falls? Oh, that was that was yes, that was later. But yep. then before that, they had um oh only your hairdresser knows for sure if you were a bleach blonde. Exactly. You couldn't let okay, so talk about the falls. Did you have one? Of course. Me too. I had a fall, I had a hair, a box, I had a, you know, a, a, it used to be a hat box, but for hair, yeah. and I had a dummy face, and then I would put on this fall with the <laughs> long hair, and I thought, oh my God, I was the cat's meow. That's right. Now I was, a, I was not the cat's meow, <laughs> but we were following suit. I had every single hairstyle that you can imagine. Whatever was in vogue, I would have the bouffant, I'd have the short, and I- I Beehive, beehive. Beehive, yes. and I lived at the hairdresser. Yes. I'm now, a hairdresser's delight. You know, for, for women, I must say, with no offense to men, when a woman today is clearly taking care of herself and she's getting her hair colored or she's getting it cut, or she, it's a sign that she's taking good care of herself. Not that she's being sneaky. When a man colors his hair, it's a whole whole different, let's not get into it because I don't want to- No, I wanted to get into it because I was gonna say these so many handsome men, we don't say a word and they are silver, they're gray, they right. look fabulous. Oh, for sure. And we accept them. We don't think they're aging. Okay, just... I, I'm, I'm so glad, you, I knew I could count on you. I'm so glad <laughs> you said that because when we were young, it used to be, I remember when like I was about five, I would hear women planning you know, dinner parties and they would invite a single man to make the table even number of men and women for people who valued that. My parents didn't, I must say, but um, men would be described if they were a little, you know, he's so handsome. He's just got a little gray around the temple. He's so handsome. And, and I remember as a child thinking, you never hear them say that about a woman. Never. I never ever. Gray. She's so pretty. What? Nobody. I mean, that was a stigma in was my it? personal life that I never, ever wanted to be called that little old gray haired lady. Right. And I associated it as old, right? Old, 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 right? And because of the pandemic, I mean, we couldn't go. And then this, I would have never, never have had this hair if it wasn't for uh, COVID nineteen. I should call it my COVID nineteen hairstyle. It's the same with me too. I mean, I noticed. Well, I noticed that I wasn't going to get to go to the salon, so I went and I bought, if you can believe, three boxes of the L'Oreal. Um, you know, hair color. And, <clears throat> but I also noticed that when my hair was coming in, it was coming in, I thought, the most beautiful silver color. I thought it was pretty. And I decided, well, never mind, I'm not going to do it anymore. And so well, I, that, yeah. That's fantastic because I've had friends that 
they couldn't take it. They would had their hairstylist bring the formula to their house. Okay, so that's, yes, that's another important thing. So this obsession with hair, we, like four weeks into the pandemic when we, we just weren't supposed to go out of the house. I mean, the animals were taking back the city streets because nobody was on it, the freeways were empty. And it was, it was, and still is in many parts of the country, a huge danger. And yes, and I had friends who would say, oh, I can't talk now, I'm getting my hair colored. What, you can't go to a salon? No, my hairdresser's coming to my house. Myrna, they were willing to risk their lives. For their hair. Uh-huh, that's crazy. I have a blonde friend in LA. So she said they come, they come on the side, right. and outdoor, outdoors by the deck in the swimming pool. Right. They were, God forbid, they were, that's what she cared about was her hair. Her blonde locks, you know, right. and it, now, now blonde, maybe dark haired people don't feel that way. I don't know. They what? You know, yeah. Maybe people who are brunette uh -huh. don't feel as committed as the people that have become blonde. Okay. Okay. So, cause I never ever thought of having anybody come to the house. I never thought of doing it myself with a formula because people were telling me it was just not in my DNA. Good. So here I am. Gorgeous. You've got such beautiful hair. Here I am. <coughs> well, you know, I want to say when you're talking about blondes and brunettes, I have brunette friends who had people come to the house, mask behind them, put in the color, leave, they go upstairs and they show. So blonde and brunette, but there is something about women becoming blonde. And I've always thought that was so interesting. Older women, why do you think older women wanna be, well, people- Well, they become blonde because the gray is growing in and it's a lot easier for them. Oh, okay, that, that part I've heard is true. It doesn't show up so much right away. That, but also I think women- they more glamorous they think that you know blondes have more fun and that's a whole big advertising campaign god forbid yeah. you should be one of the squares that doesn't have fun but there's also women so often want to look younger and blonde somehow looks younger and i understand what it is i mean men tend to like blonde a lot you talk to a lot of men and <laughs> Their, their preference, they really like blondes. I mean, that's kind of a known thing. I think that gets, I may be stepping out of line here, but who cares? I think that has to do so with the male DNA. I mean, we're prisoners of our DNA instructions. And the male DNA, for a while there, I was doing a lot of evolutionary biology reading. So that's where I got this. Um, the males of many species, their DNA instruction is to have their seed dominate the forest. So if a man gets a younger woman, the chances of his being able to have offspring with her are greater. I mean, I think that really does, does play into it. Yes. So, so as, as far as the war zone, I, oh, I do want to say that I read some time ago that in Kenya, hairstyle for women is cut a certain way to indicate that they're single. So they're a walking advertisement for they're available. 
How handy. How handy. Very believable. I never heard that. Yes. And I mean, you know, your hair as your um, signal of what's going on and who you are. And it's just so interesting. The men over there have a certain hair cut when they're going off to war. You've so done a research, my darling. I, I well, I, I did a little reading, but you know, I always have because the whole thing about hair has been so interesting to me, um, and it's it's valuable, I guess, for your community to know that you're about to go off to war because they might want to treat you a little more kindly. I don't know, but but it's a signal, and I think I think the the, the grand prize for hair statements goes to the black communities of this country. Because do you remember in the, oh, well, okay. Do you remember early on, you know, when we were growing up, um, there, there were so many people who would chemical their hair to try to make it straight so that they wouldn't have that African texture, which is so beautiful, but anyway. And so straighten it and they, in order to please someone else, you know? And then the 60s came and suddenly the Afro. Oh and my God. People were letting their hair grow out naturally. And it was gorgeous. And it was, I think, a statement of, I'm not doing, I'm not gonna do anymore what you want me to do so I can hope that you'll like me and won't murder me. And yes, and they accept me and hire me and whatever it is I was trying to get you to do by, now, I think it's fine to straighten your hair and bleach your hair and color your hair and whatever you want if you're doing it for the fun of it. But how sad it is to do it because if you don't do it, you're gonna be shunned. Well, I think they were trying to emulate. Yes, yeah, so that they would get hired and be liked and not be- That was in their head. That was in their head that they, you know, the news uh, journalists, all right. of them straightened their hair and they they felt they needed to conform. Right. Today, everybody, you know, does their own thing. But, uh, but I loved when they used to do all the uh, the braiding, the braiding, oh. phenomenal. Yes, gorgeous. Oh. Well, now, now people are free to, you know, although I did, I did read that in the 80s, the um, Hyatt Hotel terminated black employees who came to work with the cornrows. Now that oh. didn't that didn't last long and FedEx in the 90s apparently fired a, a driver for coming to work with dreadlocks. Oh, oh my gosh. Can you imagine? Oh. So it it really is kind of a war zone. Well, I have a son and I who, who I looked at a picture and I thought it was me and I have to remember he used to wear his hair down to his shoulders. Now you can't even like this. Right. But at the time, I said, do what you want with your hair, but don't you dare dye it. Don't color it. Don't put anything in it. You did I was, say that. I did say that. Two things, tattoos and, and, and uh, colored hair. When I'm say colored, I'm talking blue, Green red. and blue. Yes, I know. So, uh, so yeah. my older daughter said to me when she was in high school, how would you feel if I... Um, dyed my hair green. And I had the same attitude. I said, don't you do, and I don't know why I was dyeing my hair a different color than it was. And 
I said that and I said, I, I forget what I said. And she said, well, it doesn't mean too much. It's just a way of having fun with, you know, what God gave you. And I thought, why not? Well, that's who you are because you believe in, I believe in a lot of freedom. Then the grandkids come. She didn't do it, then, by the way, but yeah. Oh, she didn't do it. Okay, yeah. then the grandkids come and they have pink and blue and nobody says anything. That's how we evolved. You know, well, why, we, well, why not? It's why true. Not? It's fair. And right. that's what they want to do. Right. They own their body. That's right. So going on, I, to tell you the truth, and I've had people, first of all, my husband, which I cannot believe, he was always the one, and he was not one of the men that always liked long hair. I did have long hair. One time I had blonde hair. One time I, I remember this. that. Yeah. And then he said, cut your hair. And he's always saying, it's not short enough. It's not short enough. He absolutely loves the color of my hair, which is shocking to me. Absolutely shocking. And I feel, you know, we all look at a certain age. I mean, I have to, I'm going to let people know I'm 81 and I feel young. Right. And, and with, right. with the gray hair. You've got gorgeous Silver. hair. And by the way, that whole, you know, hair comes in so many beautiful kinds of varieties. And the, the whole thing about that African textured hair, people thinking that they had to change it, is gorgeous. It is so beautiful. Well, I today, know. I don't know. I was in a store over the weekend and there was the girl. I saw one with the two little bobs here. Yeah. It was so cute. Then another one had all the... Uh, uh, the, the uh, braiding down with jewelry and, with beads, gorgeous, and, and it's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. and it's today the right, twenty. Right. I mean, thank goodness. But you know, I just I just saw on the news the other day. Oh, where did I, I have this? I wrote it down because it was so weird. Okay, big news item on my you know computer news feed. J Lo got bangs. Oh. I mean, say, who cares? Going on, you got huh? J Lo has bangs. Okay. J Lo got bangs, and this is like a headline, but people are obsessed. And apparently, Twitter called out Kim Kardashian for her extensions. Well, give a look. I mean, she's gorgeous. What is? People feel still so free to criticize and laud. The whole business is just weird. Well, I tend myself, unfortunately, I watch the news a lot. And all of a sudden I'm looking, I'm thinking, oh, she's got extensions. Oh, she, I think she's got a fall in the back. You know, I'm always thinking because of what they do. They're constantly changing their hairstyles. Well, that, that just goes to show you how obsessed we are with hair globally. It, it grabs us some way. And by the way, not just, I mean, the industries for what you need to shave and wax and dye and pluck. I mean, the whole body is up for grabs. But but mostly we we obsess on how we appear to others. I people. love you. I love you in that color here. I do too. I think it's really pretty. Although I had two. Oh, let's talk about men who are totally bald. That's good because... Many years ago, a friend of mine, a man friend of mine, who was very handsome man, totally bald, kind of dark skin, you know, medium dark skin and bright and good looking. And in conversation, he said, well, baldness is a sign of high testosterone. 
And he was thrilled with his. And uh, by the way, you know who this was? was Louis who told me this. Oh my God. Okay. All so, right. but then you start seeing men shaving their heads and, you know, every so that they leave the house bald and it's so good looking. And partly is because I think they know that they're giving the message out there that I'm high testosterone. You can count on me. Come on over. And they look great. Well, when you're talking, it no longer looks hair. When I got married, the one thing I said, I said, I get married, I'm going to make sure, you know, that whoever I marry has hair. I don't know why I wanted him to have hair. Right. So, of course, I pick a man that's got a little bit, a lot of balding down here. Right. And I, I couldn't believe it. I used to say, I don't care if you have hair. And, it fl and when I walk down the aisle, it flies away. But I want to make sure <laughs> that you have hair. Isn't it so weird? I, I don't know where it came from, why. So anyhow, to fast forward, I had somebody come into the house and we've been working on his hair and we've been using something to grow his hair. Now? Banana, eggs, uh, black beer, and uh, honey. And if that was you delicious. Up, I Love Lucy, she did a skit on this whole thing where she cracked the egg on his hair and she mashed the banana. So this has been going on, I guess, a while. But I have to say, and Janet, I will show you, in here, his hair has grown. It's unbelievable. Well, it and sounds like something you should start to do the proportions right and, and patent it. Oh, uh, and then I, I do cut his hair. And uh -huh. he's very, be careful when you cut the hair. It's like, you know, he... I have a mature man, he's 87 years old, and his hair has not turned gray. Uh, it is, it's, 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 he still has dark hair, which yes, is unbelievable. I've seen that. He, he, looked, he looks younger today than when I married him, which is unbelievable. Well, you, you know, know yes, yeah, styles change and people are looking good today. Right. But hair for men, and I, I love, I love all the journalists. I, I like, I do like gray-haired men. I yes, do. I like gray-haired <laughs> women. Silver-haired women. It's it's just gorgeous looking, I think. I, oh, and by the way, when I first did it, so I talked to a couple of friends, you know, in LA, and one of them said, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. It's going to make you look old. I said, you know, sweetheart, I've got some really interesting news for you. I am old. Well, you want to know, I have, which is interesting, a lot of people that I see in San Francisco like my hair and they think I look young and they think I look good. You look fabulous. My friends of mine from New Jersey that I knew when I was 15, 16, you know, in my late teens, they don't like it. I, they said they remember me when I was dark. Uh -huh. They say, it looks nice, but I like you better. Now, there are those, which is very interesting because they remember me back then and they still do. Do you but think then next I have people that want to wait till they see me in person? And then there's some people that I didn't tell them and they say, oh my gosh, I like it. Because uh -huh. they don't. So it's, it's, people have different opinions.
Right. But, but the, the point book, is they have opinions. You're right. And the most important opinion is our opinion. There you go. There you go. It's our opinion. We have to wear it like right. we want. And we have, right? you know, we have to feel good about it. And I'll tell you something. Having one more thing off my to-do list is fabulous. <gasps> Isn't that good? Yeah, I got a call. I haven't been to the I hair up, you know, I cut up myself. I've seen how they do that. They take a handful and they, so I'm cutting up myself. So I haven't been to the hairstylist to anybody since February. Right. Me, me too. And I had, I have a massage therapist that comes to the house and she did my hair. She cut it twice. Oh, okay. I got a phone call last week and I have to call back because I've been going there. I, they may think I'm sick because I was always, I'd make an appointment and I was always there. Right. Every four weeks, every six weeks, I was a slave and they called me to find out how I am oh. going yeah. on. I haven't spoken to them yet because right. they probably can't believe that I was not the first one on their doorsteps when yeah. they opened up. Yes. Well, you know, and I, I feel terrible for the men and women in that industry and in that profession who have lost businesses and lost customers, you know, they probably haven't lost so many because people are still obsessed with hair and having it. I'll tell you what I'd like to see. You know, one of the things, and I actually called L'Oreal and left them a message. They haven't called me back uh, in New York, you know, L'Oreal Paris in New York. And here's a product that I want and I want somebody to come up with it. One of the things about doing your hair color when you, you took the toner and you put it in the white zone and you shake it up and you, and <coughs> your hair has so much body and so much shine to it when you first do the color. So my hair has body, I'm not concerned about that, but I like the shine and I don't know why they can't come up with the product that has everything the same, the two bottles somehow, but they leave out the color. They just put in the other chemicals to give us the shine. Yeah, I'm wondering, because I am going to go back, because I'm going to let my hairstylist cut my hair. I'm not right. you know, like you, but I can't believe that. Okay, okay just, we're, we're going to say goodbye in a minute anyway, but okay. But anyhow, you. I'm going to go there, and I was going to go ask if there's something that they can put in the hair. Shine it up. Shine it up or enrich it. Right. So that's what I'm going to do. Okay, so let me know if they come up with something. That's what I was gonna ask. Yes, okay, wonderful. Thank Janet, you for doing this with me. Oh my gosh, because it's been, uh, you know, I have, it's like having a new lease on life in a way <laughs> in this, at this time, because yes. what else have we been doing? Anyhow, it's been a pleasure, my dear friend. Thank you, darling. I've seen you through many haircuts, many colors. Yeah. Now we're almost there on the same. That's right. It's that's Nothing right. of what we're saying. I will, I will say, when, when you said that one little simple thing and you, you did it with that energy that you often do when you say something, that one, yes. And you said, oh, good, we get to talk about our hair. And I thought that just opened up a whole world of thought. Okay, so it's going to continue to be, I, yeah. We've made, we've, I, I just know, believe it or not, if you do research, you'll find that there. Jane Fonda, Kim Kardashian, even some young ones have gone silver and gray. Oh, so, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then there's like, that there's that Carmen Del Orfice, you know, that model from the 50s who looks like a 
goddess. I mean, totally silver white. Yeah, it's beautiful. Okay. I always, I always said old, but I don't feel old. But it isn't. So that's what it was. Yes, it's beautiful. All right, darling, thank you for doing this. Yes, okay. Yes. talk to you soon. Let's Dude. let's just go for a walk down on Union Street or something. Okay. 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 All right. With our hair. Yes. So I'm gonna how do I bye. On the corner you say